Hey, everybody, and welcome back into the Direct Selling Accelerator podcast. I am really privileged to be joined today by a beautiful human being, the amazing Kathy Feenan. Kathy is somebody who's had extensive experience in business as a woman, but she has also uh, had experience in so many different areas of life. Aside from being a mum and a, a wife, she's also uh, a best-selling author. Um, she is a speaker. She has uh, done TED Talks. She's a mindset coach. Um, and Kathy has come from a background of a very limited self-belief. And she talks a little bit about this during the podcast episode, something that I really, truly feel many of our listeners also struggle with, that feeling of low self-worth, of you know, constantly speaking down to ourselves and feeling like we can't have those things in life um, because we simply don't deserve them. Kathy um, speaks out about this and she is passionate about empowering women to to grab hold of all of those things in life that they deserve, um, to, you know, enjoy the successes in life that are sitting there ready and waiting for us. I know that this is going to be a really empowering, uplifting, inspiring and energetic episode for loads of people out there. So uh, what I suggest you do is uh, open your ears, open your hearts and open your minds as you listen in to the beautiful Kathy speak a little bit about her journey and her passion, but also gives those all important tips on what you can do uh, to really um, grab hold of those successes that are sitting in front of you, those dreams and those aspirations that you have how can you uh, go on that road to, to grabbing hold of those things? So I know you're going to love this episode. I know you're going to love Kathy as much as I do. So tune on in, enjoy this episode. And like I said, open up your heart because I think there's something in this for absolutely everybody out there. So uh, enjoy guys. I know you're going to love it. everybody and welcome back in to the Direct Selling Accelerator podcast. My name is Sam and today I am super excited to be joined by a very special friend and absolutely beautiful human being, Kathy Feenan. So welcome on in, Kathy. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for having me. I've been thinking about this all day as well and I'm so excited to be here. I, I'm really, really looking forward to this conversation. Uh, we had the pleasure of meeting in person. I'd say to be couple of years ago now, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Time flies. And I just, when we caught up and we got to know each other, you know how sometimes um, there are certain people out there you just instantly connect with and you think, I could just talk to this human for days and days and, and not get sick of it. And I really felt like I, you know, you were one of those people for me. So I'm really excited about this chat. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm just, I can't believe how quickly that time has gone as well. And here we are already. <laughs> Well, um, let's uh, start by helping our audience get to know you a little bit better. So you've got a business life by design. Um, you are very familiar with the, the direct selling space, which is awesome for our listeners today. But do you want to tell them a little bit about who Kathy is? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm just your average, you know, um, person. I'm in Newcastle in New South Wales. Um, ever since I was a 12-year-old little girl, I knew that I wanted to be able to make an impact in the world in some way, shape or form. And I've always found ways to be able to do that. 
Um, my background is in corporate, so I used to work for a banking institution for about 13 years. Wow. And um, I'm also married, my amazing husband, Mick. Uh, we had have had a traditional businesses as well over the last 22 years, so very familiar with the entrepreneurial world. Uh, and also um, the direct selling world as well. I really love that business model and what an impact it's made in my own life as well. Um, I have a 17-year-old daughter who's just got her piece, so I'm super excited Ooh. about that. <laughs> and maybe a little nervous. <laughs> well, actually, yes, there's been some times I've been nervous, but I've you know, been trying to calm myself down and think, this is her next chapter. Um, so really excited for that. And, um, you know, I just I just love having fun. I just love living life to the fullest every day. Um, it certainly has been a journey of personal growth and development over those years as well. Um, but I really love just, uh, you know, enjoying life to the fullest, being present, dancing. I love reading, love music and spending time with my loved ones while I make that impact as well. Oh, so good. Now, hang on. I want to go back to the dancing thing for a sec here. I, is, is, you're talking about the sort of dancing where you've got, you know, your hairbrush in the living room and, you know, you're singing at the top of your lungs to your favourite song and you don't care if you're out of tune or are you actually dancing professionally? Oh, you know what? I cannot dance. So I okay. try to dance. Let me tell you that. So my version of dancing may be hilarious to others, but I love it. I play full out. And I actually do it in the kitchen. So when I'm cooking dinner at night time. Um, in front of family this. members? Oh, yeah. They often oh. come and join me in the kitchen. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> and 80s music is my thing. So yeah, yeah, I'm with you. The 80s tunes going in my whisk. I actually broke my whisk once, would you believe, from dancing and, um, yeah, having some fun. <laughs> Uh, it sounds like a really fun household. I'm I'm probably a little bit boring for that. I only dance when my family can't see me. But again, like you, I, I wouldn't rate myself as a dancer, but it, it certainly feels good when you do it, right? Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> a, a funny story around that, and I know that's not why we're here today, but when um, uh, I was, Levi, my youngest, was a baby, uh, and I was not yet back at work. Um, I was in a little little house, little old house, and I just moved in there. And I remember putting him to bed one day, and it was um, night time. I was getting dinner ready, and I just, it, you know, an '80s song came on that just got me excited, got me dancing. And so I pulled out my hairbrush, and I was, you know, dancing around everywhere. The thing was, I was in my underwear. Okay, and. Um, I didn't have any curtains in this house. And so what I didn't realize was, and the next day, uh, the the next door neighbor knocked on the door and came over to introduce himself and his family and just let me know very nicely that when it's nighttime and the lights run inside my house, everyone oh. can see everything. So, you know, perhaps I might want to invest in some curtains or some clothing. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> So anyway, didn't make it any less fun. Just Too fun. To so do you of. draw the blinds now when you're out there? Uh, look, I, well, I'm in a different house now, so not so yeah. much of a problem, but I've got this <laughs> attitude that, you know what, if they look, they're only going to look once, right? If I, oh, if, totally. you know, <laughs> um, Greg doesn't feel the same way. So <laughs> he's like, no, no, you must use the curtains. Anyway. Um, I'm going to, after this podcast episode, we're going to start getting crowds of people just gathering <laughs> to see what goes on in the house at night. Okay, moving on. So um, let's talk a little bit about social media now, Kathy, because um, social media is obviously such a big thing right now. But um, I am lucky enough to be friends with you on Facebook and I see your posts coming up all of the time. You are so inspiring. And every time I see something 
um, that you've posted, I always feel just a little bit uplifted and a little bit more joyful. So I think this probably leads in uh, a little bit to what you do, but can you share with us a bit about your mission and your business? Yeah, so my mission is really about just empowering other women to find their self-love, to find their self-worth and just deserving of really creating the life and the business that truly lights their soul up. Um, I, I really do believe, Sam, that we're all here for a purpose. You know, each and every single one of us, we've got different talents and gifts and superpowers and You know, um, we all have different dreams and desires as well, Um, but there's certainly a lot of stuff that just holds us back in our life. Mm. And uh, it really, my business really started from my own experience because I was, you know, in the corporate world, uh, as much as I loved working in human resources and helping people within that profession, I just knew that there was more for me. I just Mm. felt like there was a calling that there was for more. And it's interesting because it was about 18 or 19 years ago that that direct selling came into my life at that time where, you know, I was really thinking, gosh, life has just got to be better than this. And so what I learned on my journey was that I just had some limiting beliefs or just mm. some stuff why I was procrastinating all the time or I was just busy going nowhere and I had a lot of self-doubt and I was actually that girl that had no confidence, if I'm honest with you. Um, so you know, even looking you in the eye when we're having a conversation at a conference or, you know, on a Zoom, like it just didn't happen because I just didn't believe in myself. So Mm. through lots of mentoring and books and seminars and personal development and coaching myself over this last couple of decades now, um, I really truly feel like I've stepped into the highest version of myself and my true authentic self. And so I knew that there were a lot of women that knew that they had a calling, they have a business in their hands where they can create the business of their dreams to bring them security and that own self sense of self as well, but also make an impact in the lives of others. And that's where Life by Design really stemmed from was from my own experience. Yeah, I love that. And so what sort of methods do you use to help others in that space? Yeah, definitely. So I use lots of different frameworks. So I really, we look at um, the framework as far as goal setting and really just getting clarity on what is that purpose? What is that dream? What is the outcome of the goal that we're wanting to work towards? And we use a lot of, um, you know, um, different exercises and different tools and resources where we can have a look at what are the fears? What are the doubts? What are the stories that are coming up? that are holding us back in playing small. And so I do a lot of activities with um, the gorgeous souls that I have the honour of working with and serving. Um, and then we also look at, you know, creating that logical step-by-step plan so that they can stay on track all the way to the finish line and actually achieve their goals. Um, so lots of different frameworks, exercise and activities that we actually get to do that deep inner work um, to step into that true authentic self and be unapologetic about it as well. Yeah. Yeah. So good. I love that. And I've, you've said a couple of times now, I'm just going off on a a tangent here, but you you did mention earlier, you know, when you're talking about dancing that you play all out and (laughs) you've just mentioned playing small. Do you want to elaborate on that for those that might be listening going, what does she mean by playing small or what does she mean by playing all out? I've heard this, this terminology. I understand where you're going with this, but I think it'd be really great for our listeners to understand a little bit more about what that means to you and what it might mean for them as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. So playing small really is about not stepping into the highest version of ourselves. We kind of play it down a little bit. We we dim our light a little bit because we're too afraid of shining brightly in case we make other people, you know, uncomfortable around us. Um, playing small often shows up with different symptoms. It might show up as procrastination and not actually taking the action. Um, perhaps playing small is um, you know, not not posting on social media, not being visit, yeah. visible and actually sharing the message as well or sharing, mm-hmm. you know, what it is that you want to share with the world. Um, playing small can also show up as far as that self-doubt, you know, when we feel like we're actually doing all the steps and we're, we're taking that action but we're kind of busy going nowhere and the results aren't actually showing up as well. Yeah. Um, but procrastination and self-doubt is a huge one where we just step back and a lot of the times we don't actually take the steps to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's a really big one. I know for a lot of our audience, um, that's something that comes up a lot. And you spoke about, you know, sometimes not posting to social media. Um, I think that's a really big thing. And I, I hear a lot of people saying, you know, people don't want to hear from me or, you know, I'll share on social media, but I won't share me because people don't want to see that. They don't want to hear that. And, you know, from personal experience, I I hear what you're saying. Like that's, that used to be something that I did. And I'll often tell people that story, but if someone's listening right now and they're going, yeah, it's me. Like I'm afraid to, you know, I don't want to post on social media when it's something that's about me because people don't want to hear that. Or sometimes I hold back from sharing what I'm passionate about because, you know, it's not important to everybody else. Mm. What's a piece of advice you could offer to someone who, you know, would love to improve in this space or, you know, gain a little bit of traction in this space, um, see some little wins here, you know, prior to to doing Mm. any further learning or development? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I would say to that, you know, it doesn't matter where the fear is coming from. It's fear. You know, it's that doubt. It's that, that concern or that worry that we have, Sam, about, being judged by other people, that was a huge one for me. You know, I was a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a former perfectionist as well. I still get caught out every now and then. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I had a lot of those doubts and a lot of those fears of what would people think of me? You know, who am I to even share that message Mm -hmm. when there's a million other people out there, you know, um, and just really challenging ourselves. And what I would say on that is just, being aware and being mindful of, well, what is that story, you know, and where is the origin of that story? Where is that actually coming from? And once we can identify where that story or that limiting belief or that fear is coming from, then we can go to work on actually interrupting that pattern so that you can step into your authentic self because your people are out there and they want to see you. They resonate with you. Yeah, I love that. That's so good. Um, so Kathy, you mentioned before that you've been in traditional business. You've also got your own direct selling business. And of course, um, you're working with life by design as well. So you, you've got, you know, loads of experience as a woman in business and, and you've, you know, mentioned uh, a little bit of your past story and how you've come to be where you are today. You know, given someone who's got the experience that you have, and also given, you know, who our listeners are, Could you share perhaps three key learnings as a woman in business over the years that you have learned that you think perhaps might help some of our listeners as well? Yeah, absolutely. My first number one key um, would be to ask for help. Mm. You know, as we go through this journey, what I've learned is that we've all got very, um, we've got our own unique 
personalities, our own unique desires. But a lot of the challenges that we face as women or, or entrepreneurs in business, we all face very similar challenges. And often we think, you know, I'm an adult, I'm a grown woman now, I should be independent, I should have this together by now. <laughs> the last thing that we need to do is to be sitting and suffering in silence and yeah. not actually breaking through those limitations. So, you know, put our hand up and having the courage to be bold yeah. and brave enough to say, you know what? I need help. I'm yeah. stuck. You know, I need some help because yep. there are people just like you, just like our listeners here together today, that love helping people and helping other women to mm. really shine brightly. But, you know, we can't help and serve those women if we don't know that they're suffering in silence. So yeah. putting your hand up and asking for help. And um, the second one I would talk about is, you know, doing the things that you love in your life. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have so many different parts of our life that are important to us that, you know, sits within our value systems, the things that we value the most. And my number one tip really would be, especially if you're an entrepreneurial woman, is to, yes, it's great to focus on your business. It's great to focus on yourself. But if our cup's empty and we are not taking care of ourselves, and we're not doing the things that we love, like dancing in the kitchen or playing out in the garden or patting our border collie dogs or whatever that might be, we just feel really low in our energy. We just don't feel good. And when we don't feel good, nothing seems to really flow, I've found yeah. in my experience and since working with lots of women. Um, so do the things that light you up. If it's yeah. dancing, go do that. If it's hanging out with your friends, go do that. If it's nurturing yourself, and, you know, not seeing the world for two days and you need a bubble bath, go do that stuff. Fill your own cup yeah. and give yourself the permission to allow the overflow for everyone else because we just can't give from an empty cup. Mm. And then the third one I would say is just to be yourself. Mm -hmm. you know, be <laughs> Preach it. I like this one. <laughs> <laughs> just be unapologetic because there's been so many times in my own life that, I've tried being like other people. I've tried being like the girls that were in HR. I tried to be like the other people um, within my professions and within direct selling. And it just failed miserably because yeah. it's never going to work out. So just be you. And when you're yourself, it always works out. Yep. Yeah. And uh, that's, look, anyone who's listened to this podcast for more than five minutes knows that's probably uh, one of the things that I'm most passionate about having people walk away from any interaction with us knowing is, is that one point that it's number one, it's okay to give yourself permission to be yourself. But the other thing is it's the only way you're going to be successful as well because people are buying yeah. you, they're connecting with you. So I love that. And thank you for reiterating that one. <laughs> um, I want to come back to your point number two for a moment. Um, you know, I've been at a point in my life um, in the past where, you know, people said to me, go and do something for you, go and do something that makes you happy. And I remember someone saying to, this to me once, maybe about 10 years ago now, um, off the back of, again, having my youngest, I'd just gone through a divorce and, you know, there was a, a lot of life changes that happened for me at that point. And I remember thinking to myself, that's easy to say, but I actually don't know what would bring me joy right now, what would fill my cup. Now, I got a little bit of advice later on down the track that helped me to work some of those things out, but it, it felt for me like it was quite a journey to work out what mm. I needed to do to fill my own cup. Do you have any tips for women that might be feeling that way at the moment going, 
great. How do I work out what what's going to bring me joy? You know, sometimes we forget how to tap into the inner child, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, coming back to that inner child is a huge part. So a really great question that we can ask ourselves, well, what did I love doing when I was a kid? Mm. And, you know, for me, it was things like, you know, playing and yeah. we get we get to play. So how do you like to play? And it's an opportunity where we get to utilise our imagination. So sometimes when we're really stuck and we don't know what those answers are, but we're wanting to find out what they are, mm. you might look at other people. You might see people on social media or might see someone in the magazine or on telly yeah. or something and something just resonates with you and you think, oh, you know what, she's roller skating at the park that would be really cool yeah. so just you know a great way to answer that is to just ask yourself what would I do for fun yeah. what would I love to do for fun and then you might even just leave it you could set that intention and yeah. just notice what actually comes up for you over the next few days and next week yeah. because you're going to start to see things because it's in your awareness now. Yeah. It was really interesting actually watching my kids at that time and paying attention to some of the things that they got up to and remembering, you know, what it felt like when that was me as a kid. And it's, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to go roll down a hill, but what yeah. it does <laughs> mean is you can think about how do I... Um, you know, how can I uh, translate that into something for the now? And, you know, that could look like lots of different things. And, uh, you know, things like, for example, camping was a really big deal when I was a kid. I loved to camp in a tent. Now, all right, I'm with a husband now that likes to <laughs> glamp, not camp. Um, but, you know, we, I took the kids and we went and set up, a, you know, built a, a teepee cubby house in the backyard, you know, and yeah. So there were some ways to translate that that can still work as an adult, Um, but uh, it can be really hard. You know, I find that particularly women uh, in business, like you feel like you have to show up to the world a certain way. You almost become really stiff. I I, I feel, I often feel really stiff and have to shake it out. (laughs) Totally, totally, exactly. So, uh, Kathy, we've probably got lots of people listening to this podcast that are women who maybe have dabbled, but perhaps are sitting on the the fence going, look, you know, I've thought about starting my own business, um, but I just, you know, I'm not sure that I can do it or I'm not sure that I, um, you know, I'm cut out for this or that I know what to do next, or maybe they're just procrastinating. Do you have some advice for any women that might be listening to this or men, of course, you know, we're speaking to the men too, but somebody who's thinking about starting their own business but hasn't quite made that decision yet, have you got any advice for them? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's really interesting because when I first started out in business 22 years ago, I had no idea because my background was in corporate and that's Mm. all I knew. So there was lots of trepidation. There was a lot of uncertainty and, you know, I have no idea how to even run a business. And At that stage, you know, um, my business was actually a recycling company at that particular stage. Wow, okay. (laughs) So cardboard and paper and, you know, I wanted to make an impact in the environment and that's kind of where it landed us. But I had no idea, but there were, I, I felt like I needed some kind of, you know, yellow brick road. I felt like I needed a pathway. And so that's where my personal development actually started was seeking out the people that had gone before me Mm. and looking at, okay, what are the results and the outcome that they've created from their business? And if that outcome is what it is that you're looking for, then again, reaching out and asking for help, asking for mentorship and that coaching. Because a lot of the times we're trying to work it all out ourselves, the how, 
Mm. They are too in most of most cases, especially with direct selling. Yep. The yellow brick road and the strategy to success is completely there. Yep. Um, the second thing that I would really encourage you to do is to do the inner work, you know, to overcome the beliefs or the, the things that we identify with that are actually holding us back in that procrastination as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's a powerful one. I love what you said about the mentor as well. I think sometimes there's this assumption that, um, you know, we need to go and pay somebody whose job it is to be a coach or a mentor. But some of the most powerful mentors that I've had have been people who, like you said, Kathy, have gone before that have, yeah. have um, you say yellow brick road, like I talk a lot about, you know, don't reinvent the wheel. Someone else has already yeah. worked out the way. Um, yes. And and people are often, like all you can do is ask. People are often really generous um, about helping somebody else out to be successful and some unbelievable people out there. And, and don't be afraid to reach up high either. Yeah. Um, you know, if there's someone you really admire who's maybe appears to be at the top of a chain somewhere, you know, they're often the people that feel the loneliest um, because they're unapproachable and people don't come to them. So, yeah. um, you know, sometimes reaching out to to somebody like that and just ask the question, would you, you know, could I just have a, a chat with you? Um, and, uh, you know, asking them to just give you a little bit of mentoring along the way. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really interesting because one of the, um, and it just reminds me of a limitation that I actually had on myself as well when I was reaching out to, you know, those um, those people that had gone before me and had um, much more success than, than I had on that yeah. journey. And, you know, I often used to think, gosh, you know, because they're at that level or they're at that point in within the company that, you know, they've got it all together, mm-hmm. you know. But what I realised is that this inner work, this personal development and growth, we continue to do, to do that from, you know, level to level of success. Every yeah. time we level up, every time we go from one plateau to the next to the next, these people that have gone before us that are seemingly more successful than we are, they're actually still doing the inner work. You know, that yeah. never stops. So, yep. yeah, we're on the so journey. So true. Yep. Yeah. Look, everyone's always learning and that's the thing. It's easy to forget, isn't it? You see someone and you go, wow, they've got it all together. And <laughs> and the thing is, you know, they don't. And um, I, th- I think, um, you know, that's it, it's great to look at someone who's been through some of the challenges you're going through right now, but understand that it constantly moving so keep watching them because they're going to be going through the thing that you're going through next yes exactly (laughs) um so you you've seen lots of women particularly in the direct selling industry outside of the direct selling industry um you've seen people start businesses fail um you know what would you say is one of the the greatest challenges typically that you see holding women back from achieving maybe their success in their business, but also the dreams in life that they want to achieve. Because really we do business because there's something that we want to get out of it. Yeah. Um, what do you see is, you know, one of the greatest challenges that holds people back from getting those those dreams and aspirations that they have? Yeah. You know, it really comes back to that sense of self-worth mm. and that deservingness of of being successful, you know, being afraid of not deserving to be happy, not deserving to be uh, prosperous in love, in finances, in our relationships, Mm. in health. And so when we, you know, building a business uh, or creating success is never about getting 
it's always about receiving. And so we, as women typically, and men, of course, as well, we typically give so much. You know, we Mm. want to be of service in the world and we give and we give and we give, but a lot of us have a challenge with actually receiving. Absolutely. It's having having the the belief that you innately deserve success. You were born to be successful. Yeah, that's it. And that's such a good point, but also such a hard thing for some people to hear, I think. Yes, um, absolutely. So if someone's struggling with that right now and they're listening to that going, well, that's easy for you to say, but I don't believe that I deserve success. Yeah. Um, you know, and they're thinking, how do I improve my self-worth? You know, mm-hmm. I know, look, I know that that's, it's something that is, again, a journey that goes, you'll probably be working on for the rest of your life as we yeah. all are, I think. But, you know, what are a couple of little um, useful tips or tricks or suggestions that you could make to help someone maybe even be more self-aware in that space. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if we can really just start to to just be aware of what we're saying to ourselves and what yeah. we're thinking. So yeah. from today, I really hope, my hope and my prayer for the listeners today is to really make one vow moving forward from today and that's to stop criticizing yourself you know to really make that vow to love yourself unconditionally you know all the parts of ourselves wholeheartedly the parts that are amazing about us but you know the parts of ourselves that we don't necessarily like some of our behaviors embrace it all love it all yeah Um, a really quick way to really start falling in love with yourself again and deeply appreciating yourself is to look in the mirror you know and just you know the quicker that you can get to a place of saying I love you and Mm. I deeply appreciate you the more wonderful you're going to experience things in your life you know things Things are just going to flourish because you have such a different perspective of yourself. And for some of us, that's really hard, Sam, because I was the girl that I couldn't look myself in the the mirror, in the eye and say, I love you. So if that's a little bit challenging and and that kind of brings up some stuff for you, we get to choose. We get to choose. We make the choice to love ourselves. So you could start with, you know, today I'm choosing to love you. And the more that we repeat that, the more that we do that, the more deep love and appreciation to the point where it just becomes your belief. So your Mm. thought becomes your belief, the belief becomes the identity, and then you just get to a point where you just know you're an important Mm. human being and that you're here for a reason. So just start with I I choose to love you. Mm. Yeah, that's a really good one. And and look, I, I really encourage all of our listeners, absolutely, you know, take that one on board, give it a go because, you know, again, having gone through that journey, it can be really, really hard. But yeah. also, um, you know, I had a little realisation about a year ago uh, with my kids um, and, you know, sometimes that I, I call it the inner bully, you know, that voice that you talk about that, that you know, is, is constantly criticizing and, um, Mm. and, and say, we, we say things to ourselves that we would never, ever let anybody else say. Um, (laughs) we, we just simply wouldn't stand for it and yet we do it to ourselves. But I noticed something, you know, kids tend to be so much, uh, you know, they're very unfiltered with (laughs) with what they say. (laughs) And my nine-year-old who at the time would have been probably about seven, um, and had a bit of a rough day at school and he came home and he was um, filled with that criticism for himself, but he was he was verbalizing it. 
And he was saying things like, I'm really stupid and I'm not good enough. And, you know, uh, no one wants me. No one, no one wants to be my friend. And, you know, I don't deserve this and that. Like he was really going at it. And um, before I could jump on in and, and say anything, I realized, number one, where's he learning this from? Mm. But number two, that's how I have and probably still do. It's just that I'm a little bit more aware of it now. Speak yeah. to myself. And, you know, I can't get upset about him doing it when I do it. You know, what sort of example am I am I giving him when I can't speak to myself with more love and respect yeah. than what I do? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So true. And, you know, when if we can stop listening to ourselves and actually start speaking to ourselves, yeah. a really great, a really great um, part of transformation, Sam, is that awareness because yeah. a lot of the times these thoughts or the, the way that we speak to ourselves, we're on autopilot and we don't even yeah. realise that we're doing it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so the first step is to have that awareness, as you know, and so you know, even um, when I'm when I'm looking at changing a behaviour that serves me and my family, you know, mm. I'll even just put a little alarm in my phone. You know, so one of the ones um, one of the ones that I've had recently come up for me in the morning is how can I be more patient with myself today? Yeah, you know, yep. because the quality of the questions that we ask ourselves determines the quality of our lives. So if yep. we ask ourselves a question like that. How can I love myself more today? How can I be kind and compassionate towards myself today? How can I be non-judgmental today yeah. of myself and others, of course, but of course it starts, you know, here. Yeah. And then we get creative and then we start to find that we become resourceful and we find the solutions. Okay, well, this is how you can be patient with yourself today. Yeah, I love that. And every day is another day too. You know, that's the other thing that uh, we sometimes forget. It's you you can try again, you know, like you, yeah. <laughs> today didn't go so well, you've yeah. got tomorrow. And I, I heard someone, I can't remember who it was. It might've been a book I was reading a little while back where it said, why does it have to be about tomorrow? Why not? You know what? I'm going to try again in an hour. You know, I'm going to reset yeah. every few hours. I'm just going to try again and treat, you know, the next yeah. three hours like a new day. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that that way it doesn't feel like, oh, you know, I've let another day go by where I've I've got it wrong. You know, you just reset yeah. right now. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Great. Yeah, how can I do that in this moment? Yeah. How can I love myself right here and right now? Yeah. yeah. What can I change now? Um, yeah. And I just think, you know, really important to think to yourself, you know, how would I be happy for my children to speak to themselves? Mm -hmm. And don't lower yourself to any standard other than what you would want your own kids um, to, to live up to. And, and that, that's had to be a constant reminder for me as well is, um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Would I be okay with my kids speaking like this to themselves? Nope. Okay. I need to at yeah. least um, be at the standard I want my kids to be at because I want them to model um, yeah. and pay attention to to what so I'm doing. Mm. So good. So look, Kathy, you've been, you know, you've obviously got a business that's got, you know, several different arms at the moment. How have you had to pivot and adjust and change your business life over the last 18 months? Yeah, it's been so interesting, you know. Um, so it, it really was dependent on some of my business. So I run a property and an investment business as well. So, you know, juggling lots of things. Um, on? <laughs> that was really impacted because a lot of that was, you know, meeting clients one-on-one -on -one in, uh, in person. So we had to really change to the online space. 
Um, within my coaching practice, Sam, you know, that was really about, because I really love running live events and seminars for, for women and communities as well. Yep. And, uh, and for that connection, you know, bringing like-hearted and like-minded women and people together mm-hmm. on that journey. Um, so I really had to pivot into the online space as well. Yep. I was really challenged on how do I communicate because obviously I was in my comfort zone, you yep. know, how I run my business. Um, yep. I really had to come out of my comfort zone and you know, work out some of this technology. And I'm telling you, girlfriend, technology is not my genius mode, right? Uh, I don't I don't care who you're talking to. I don't think anyone naturally just figures that out. I think it's yeah. one of those things that, that put challenges every one of us in different ways. Yeah, absolutely. And so I really just had to, again, be patient with myself and just learn the skill and just remind myself yeah one baby step at a time um, and yeah, just not put the pressure on myself because I can get overwhelmed very easily. You know, yes. life is so full, um, but keeping it really, really, really simple. So, yes, it all it all kind of went online last year. <laughs> it did. And you know what? I think it's this constant transition. People think, oh, you know, last year was the year of going online. Well, like, it was the year before really, wasn't it? It's like time flies. But yes, the thing is yes. that we're just, we're still, you know, things are constantly adapting and changing. And what's really interesting is it's just sped up. Um, We're just, it's just moving quicker, but we're still, there's new stuff coming out all the time, new things happening. Technology doesn't stop. So um, I love what you said about just number one, baby steps. All you have to do is move forward. It doesn't matter at what pace. Um, but, But that being patient with yourself and being kind to yourself, you know, it's, acknowledging that it's hard and a challenge, but embracing that at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. And just being kind to yourself, give yourself the space to learn and again, reach out for help if you don't know how to. Yeah. So a little, you know, left of center question here though, Kathy, let's say that um, we hear somebody else speaking about themselves in a way that is, you know, not, not cool. You know, they're, they're, they're talking themselves down. And, you know, I hear this on a daily basis, people um, really putting themselves down. Um, and I think it's easier sometimes to catch someone else out than it is to catch yourself out. Have you got anything, any, you know, like little phrases or things that we can say to one another when we notice those moments to build each other up? Yeah, yeah. Really just asking that question. You know, one of the things I love to ask is, I'm, I'm just curious, do you speak to everyone like that? Yep. Do you speak to yourself like that? Have you caught yourself out speaking yeah. like that? And I'm just wondering why why do you speak to yourself like that? Yeah. And it just really opens up that conversation to mm. maybe even just, you know, peel those onion layers off as to where mm. that's coming from. Because a lot of the times they're com- th- those um, can be whispers from elsewhere as well. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, you know, from perhaps what other people have said to us, but we've taken that on board. I know that mm. was a really big one for me. Mm. I heard some things that were just not true, but I actually thought that I was not good enough. Yeah. No, um, it wasn't really my belief, but I believed it because you I start to absorb it, it don't you? Mm. Yeah. 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 No, I think that's really great asking the questions. I think sometimes you see people saying these things and you think, you know, are they just looking for me to compliment them or are they, you know, <laughs> the question is how do we help one another and I guess empower one another yeah. versus, um, you know, helping them keep that cycle going? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. 
So look, Kathy, we're going to get into some fun questions in a sec, but I'm sure a lot of our listeners thinking right now, well, you know, if I want to, if I want some more help in this space, if I want to do a little bit more, I guess, soul searching and, and, you know, maybe, maybe we've got some listeners that haven't really begun that journey, but they're looking to embark on a journey of self-discovery and development in that space. You know, what are some of the ways that, that, you know, people could reach out to you or connect with you, or have you got any opportunities coming up that our listeners might be interested in that could be helpful? Yeah, I run a beautiful Facebook community called She Rises Purpose and Prosperity. Mm-hmm. And in um, in one of the sections there, I have lots of tools and resources that you can, you know, download PDFs. There's mastermind classes in there. There's YouTube clips. There's a whole bunch of different material that you can access and just work awesome. through, you know, at your own pace um, that you, you've you got um, an opportunity to get your little hands on. Um, you can actually find that through my website, actually, which is www.kathyfeenan.com. And there's a little box there that you can click on. It'll take you straight to that Facebook community, which is always fun. Lots of beautiful, like-hearted women, again, that are on the journey and we get to support each other on that journey. Amazing. Um, And I'm really excited about a um, a program that I've actually got coming up that's launching uh, towards the end of August. And it is a mastermind group. So it's where we get together. August, April, August? Oh, April. Did I say August? (laughs) You did. (laughs) No, I think it's in April. Yeah. (laughs) It is in April. It is in April. Probably also Um, in August. Depends on when you're listening to this episode. But you've got them coming up and they're sort of popping up from time to time, yeah? Yeah, yeah. that's right. And so that's that's an online course. It's a mastermind community. And we get together on an ongoing basis. And we get to do that inner work and that deeper work together and have fun and self celebrate as well along the way. Awesome. I love that. Well, what we'll do, we'll pop the links to those in our show notes as well. So if anyone wants to check out your website, your free community, um, or find out a a little bit more about that mastermind group, um, they'll be able to get that information in there. So we'll pop that in the show notes. And thank you so much um, for that opportunity for people to join that community. I think that will be really powerful for many of our listeners. So if you um, you are fascinated to hear a little bit more, you you want to, you know, get some more help in that space um, or you're interested in any of those resources, I think that's amazing. So thanks for your generosity there, Kathy. I really appreciate you. You're so um, welcome. So let's jump on into these fun questions because I'm yeah. really curious. These are really for me. <laughs> I'm really curious to see what you've got to say. Everyone else can just be a fly on the wall, but here's what I want to know. What's your favorite book for us to add to our accelerator book list? Yeah, so my favorite book is actually called The Angel Inside. It's one that I come back to all the times by a gentleman by the name of Chris Widener. And, you know, I just, um, I really love that because it talks about where almost like, um, I remember going on one of the trips actually to see my family over in Italy. And I remember walking into um, Florence, into the Basilica there. And there's the, you know, the big statue of, um, you know, David. And, you know, just think about the artist and everything and how they just chipped away and chipped away at all the chunky coal and the dirty bits of this, you know, this magnificent piece of marble and every time they chipped away, they just kept on discovering this angel that was inside, which kind of reflected and it really resonated with me that yep. we can just keep on chipping away on our journey and keep chipping away until the angel is set free. And so yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a great book that I love coming back to. Oh, I love that. What an amazing analogy too. No one will see the Statue of David the same way again. <laughs> 
Um, so, Kathy, if you could have one superpower, what would that be and why? Oh, gosh, my superpower would be just to really, I'm going to get really emotional here, but just to really bring home just how valuable you are as a human being to know that you're so worthy, you know, that you're so loved and that you were born for a purpose and that you're here Mm -hmm. for a reason. So if I could just instantly have that belief and that truth (laughs) become so instilled in another person, I would would ask for that magic wand superpower. (laughs) Oh, that's an amazing one. And I I just think what what a world we would live into if everybody just um, loved themselves a little bit more. You know, we talk about everyone loving each other more, but I think that comes from us just, you know, it's very hard to love someone else if you can't love yourself, right? (laughs) Absolutely. You can't give away what we don't have ourselves. Right. Yeah. Such a good point. Yeah. Okay. So favorite quote. Yes. Favorite quote. Um, The way when we change the way that we look at things, the look of things changed by Dr. Dwayne Dwyer. Oh, all about perspective. You know, we often as human beings, we have 60 to 80,000 thoughts every single day and 80% of them are negative. Mm -hmm. So we often look at the things that are happening for us in our life, the traumas, the setbacks, the failures. And we often look at those through the lens of, well, what did I lose? Or what did that take away from me? But when we choose to look at the the polar opposite of okay what was the blessing in that what did it actually give me how did I grow what was the benefit when we change that perspective and we can equilibrate we can really just find the balance in Mm. that finding peace finding peace in in our life yeah so good all right so last question here (laughs) Um, if you could go back in time and say one thing to your past self, Kathy, what would that be? Yeah. Oh gosh, I would say you're you're just you're so valuable. You're, you're yep. just so valuable. You're a child of God. You were born to be prosperous. You are so deserving of abundance. You are just so valuable. Yeah. Do you know? Um, True story. I actually, uh, um, after Levi started speaking these things into himself, I was like, what am I going to do about this? So (laughs) what I started doing, someone had told me that, you know, where our brains are quite susceptible to when we're asleep, taking on information. (laughs) So I started whispering to him after he fell asleep. You are amazing. (laughs) You are loved. I was like, I wonder if I can like, do you know where it came from though? (laughs) A friends episode. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you know, do you know the one I mean where um uh, Chandler records himself um talking to uh it, it, um Joey uh, no sorry uh Chandler gets a, a a tape that he plays at night to help him hypnotize himself to stop smoking. And so um Joey learns of this and goes and records over the top of it you know, you will buy Joey a sandwich, you know, this sort of thing. It's like, I wonder if that really works. If (laughs) hypnotism while you're asleep really works, I'm going to try this on my kids. (laughs) Absolutely. And have fun with it, you know, because, (laughs) oh my goodness, we only live once and sometimes we can just get so serious on this journey, you know, but 
it's really important that we lighten up as well. So if it means whispering into someone's ear for them to transform their life, like I'm someone to whisper into your ear. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, For sure. For sure. I don't need to eat that chocolate anymore. (laughs) Oh dear. No, been really great chatting with you today, Kathy. And like I said, I feel like we could talk about this stuff um, for days and days and it's, uh, you know, I really hope, if nothing else, that some of our listeners out there today have, have heard this and gone, do you know what? Yep, I've got some stuff I need to take on board there. And the, the thing is, you know, everything that you're saying, Kathy, is it may seem like it's working on yourself and it's pointless, but we can't have that dream or that business or, you know, that go on that journey that we really want to go on until, you know, we we go on this internal journey. So I think it's yeah. really powerful um, so thank you so much for sharing today and for being so generous with your time and, and joining me on the podcast. Really appreciate you. And we'll pop, um, of course, those links into the show notes as well for anybody that wants to check those out. So thank you so much, Kathy. Oh, thank you so much. I feel so honoured and just so grateful for the opportunity to connect with you all and, you know, just have some fun and really, you know, make an impact and a difference in your own life and so that we can go ahead and we can change the world together for the highest good of all. It's such an exciting time. Awesome. And everyone just go out tonight and dance in your kitchen, right? Yes, with the whisk. <laughs> Get with the, the whisk. whisk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So if a wooden spoon will do as well, um, we're not picky, but yeah, go have a dance. Put your 80s music on and go have a dance. And, you yeah. know, if you can record it and share it, we'd love to see. <laughs> Amazing. Good Facebook. Fun. We want Facebook to be bombarded with videos tonight of people dancing in their kitchen. Sounds <laughs> Please won't know what hit them. <laughs> I love it. Thank you again so much, Kathy, and thanks, everyone, for tuning on in uh, and joining us again this week. We look forward to catching up with you all again next week on the podcast. Um, so God bless everybody, and we'll see you again in seven days. Bye for now. If you love this video and you would love more help to improve your direct selling business on social media, then click on the link to join our Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you in there.